Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Feggy, let's hit him big time. Houston, let's get in the loop. All the jokes are coming fast and furious every time y'all talk about this guy. With Landry Locker. Landry, I mean, you're going to be in midday forever now. And John Lopez. On occasion, Lopez makes a statement that's so ludicrous. It makes me pick my phone up and call you guys. You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Your champ, 16. Sports Radio 16. So how do, how do we want to attack this? Landry Larker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you here on Houston Sports Leader, Sports Radio 16. Do you want to do the thing that it seems like... Uh, is the is where everybody has seemed to gone? Where hey, it was a great season. Huh. Uh, they won three games last we'll year. We'll just we'll just ignore what happened on Saturday, and we'll go about it. It goes without saying. Obviously, the future's bright. Obviously, you're not going to look back in this season at a, as a complete disappointment. But are, are we talking about the game or not? Because I don't I I don't know if like Will Smith came and like flashed the pin on everybody else around town to where you just forget about what happened on Saturday. How, how do we want to attack this? I'll let you set the tone. Yeah, first thing I wrote down after the game, uh, as these these comments started coming in. Oh, good job, fellas. Uh, didn't expect it and all that. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, uh, I, 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 we'll not, get there. I, I, we'll get there. We, but we, it is Reaction Monday. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Um, I refuse to treat it as a good job, fellas. Uh, game after after the season. Uh, th- th- this was we we raised the bar for this team. They yeah. they raised the bar. Fans sh- should have expected more. We should have expected more. This was an enormous disappointment. I mean, and, and it was it was it was down to individual things. I always talk about the sweeping thought. My sweeping thought was like ironclad. Five minutes after the game. Right. And that is, I don't know if they would have won. They probably wouldn't have won. Yeah. But they should have had a better chance in this game. Yes. And they we'll, should have had a better chance. We'll hear chance. from D'Amico Ryan's live right here on Sports Radio 6. And I'll, I'll let the quarterback talk about how yeah. he felt about the season. This this is C.J. Stroud after the game talking about the success or lack thereof of this season. Um, I mean, it's hard to answer that right now. I feel, I mean... I know where I come from in college, like, if you don't win at all, like, then it's kind of a fail. So that's kind of like the mindset I have. Um, I think we have the capability. We have the team to do it. I know, um, yeah, it's a, it, we come up short, you know. So, like, you can't look back and, like, dang, like, we didn't do nothing special. You got to, of course, like, really look back and, look, and, and smile throughout everything. But at the same time, like, it's like, dang, man, what, what if? And that, that's the worst feeling, you know, just having regrets. 
what if what if I did this? What if I did that? You know, so um, just learning experiences. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's very well said by C.J. Stroud. I, look, I, I that that was a pathetic performance on Saturday. There, there's no like, there's no other way to to look at it. It was embarrassing. They they were the only team that wasn't competitive this weekend. Um, this was a, a performance, by the way, where. Four times this year, the Baltimore Ravens have played a game where the opponent didn't score a touchdown on offense. Mm -hmm. Two of those have been from the Texans. It was week one, and it was this one. The other one was Dorian Thompson-Robinson with the Cleveland Browns and the Seattle Seahawks. Could I interest you in a stat? Yes, sir. Bobby Slowick had five interviews this weekend. His offense scored three points. It's just, this, is, this is true. No, I mean, that, that, that's that's the bottom line. Is that the reason why they scored three points? No, but he had two more interviews, job interviews this week, uh, th- than he did his his offense scoring points. And that reverse, that's the dumbest call that Bobby Slowick has made all year. That I, I was actually kind of embarrassed for him that that, that went down. That was, in, that was blown up from the start. I thought Troy Aikman put it best. You're lucky you only lost five yards on that. It, yeah. It's actually impressive that John Mechie was able to lateral it to C.J., and then CJ is getting hit as he throws, yeah. so it's sailing a little bit, and that's why the safety is able to yeah. run up and get him. It's not George Fant can't go downfield and block a safety. Yeah, that's an eligible man downfield. Yeah, this is th- th- this was an opportunity to get to the AFC Championship game with a higher bar. What and the, this is where I, this is how I would describe it. You cannot have key players that are a net negative in that game. Laramie Tunsil was a negative. He was a net negative in that game. You can't have that from the, I'm an all-pro, you know, uh, left tackle. Can't have that. Jalen Petrie, catch the damn ball. Whew. Catch the damn ball. Man, that first that first drive in the second half, if he if he catches that, it changes who knows everything. how different it is. Kyle it, Hamilton man. dropped one, too. That was, that, was, that was a shot for Petrie. Catch the damn ball. You've been the focal point in the crosshairs all year long. Catch the damn ball. That's a net negative. Another net negative, love you, Dalton Schultz. Catch the damn ball. That was a drive killer. Like all these were. Well, they, they did get a first down after, but it kind of killed the momentum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was a drive killer. Bobby Slowick, he didn't have a feel for this game, and he got cute. And he got a clean slate, man. Yeah. Like they had a clean slate at halftime. Yeah. The defense just ran out of gas. I, I think the well, I, I think two out of three phases were fine. That the Ravens on their last three drives in the first half they had minus seven yards. Yeah. And you were tied. Like, you were tied, and you had missed a field goal. Bobby Slowick had a chance to go in there and adjust at halftime, and and they just didn't get it done. Were they outmanned? Yes. Would a perfect game plan by Bobby Slowick have won that game? Maybe not, but... You wanted a chance. Yeah, that was was a bad, 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 bad performance. I feel like one player came and and elevated his game on the defensive side, and that was Christian Harris. That's That's it. it. That's it. That's it. Let's hear from uh, let's hear from D'Amico Ryan's live right here on Sports Radio 16. Let's hear what he has to say about the uh, the future of the Texans, etc. Here on Reaction Monday. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I feel good about our, you know, our season and what we were able to accomplish. Uh, so I told our guys today, just be proud of what we were able to do. This league is a, a year-to-year business, right, and just always embrace the moments that you have with the the people that you're around, because as we know, right, teams change, right, staffs change, a lot of change happens on a year-to-year basis. So just embrace that, right, live in the now, and but really be proud of what you what we were able to accomplish this year. Uh, you know, moving into you know the future and next year, we you know we like where we are with the young nucleus of guys that we have. I feel like we have a, a good group to build off of. And we still have to add more pieces. You're always adding and always looking to acquire talent and get better. And that's where we'll look to spend our offseason, right? How, who can we find to help us, you know, get better? I'm sure that's a lot, but if you had to pick a highlight from the season, what would be your favorite part of the year? Oh, so many highlights throughout the year. So many uh, exciting games, close games. I think the one that sticks out, probably the – the uh, Tampa Bay game <laughs> sticks out the most is just, you know, to see us be able to come back and see the plays that we were able to make in that game to win that game. That's one that that really sticks out to me. It's, it's a lot of a lot of moments. I can't can't give them all, but a lot of moments. I think none special than the the win at the end of the year versus Indianapolis when we we're able to clinch our spot into the playoffs. It's one that you know we we'll always remember. Always a significant uh, moment for our team and where we were at the time. So a very special moment there. Because you talk about how you know the, like, the players will change, perhaps some of the staff will change. How much did this season prepare you for those changes and make it a yeah, this season there's a lot of changes that occurred throughout the year. You talk about players is up and down, a lot of you know, guys are in and out of the lineup, so just get used to being in this position, things are gonna change, right? And being able to be flexible and understand that that happens and you know, under my leadership, whatever happens is it's my responsibility is to find the right people. And for me I always come back to the people. If you find the right people, uh, that can lead that are willing to help with a servant uh, mindset, servant leadership mindset. Like, we find the right people, that's all that matters. There are a lot of organizations that are not fortunate to have identified their franchise QB. How much does it help you go into the offseason knowing that you have your guy that you can kind of use your resources? Right, having, having CJ, you know, to lead our team, I think that's the important question for every team. Right, you're in this league, everybody's looking for that quarterback. And we know how important the position is, know how many resources go into finding right the right guy to lead and you know over half the league has them, half don't. So it's um it's a special position. It takes a special person to play that position and you know, we're happy to have CJ leading us. Uh, 
And we've seen a lot of young guys for our team this year play a significant amount of time, and you saw guys get better and grow throughout the year. And that's where I love coaching. I love that aspect of coaching is where you develop players. All right? Don't tell me what a guy can't do. Tell me what he can do, and let's see how we can continue to improve him and help him get to where we need him to be to play meaningful football. And we've done that with a lot of our young guys, not like Khalil, but young guys you talk about uh, Stingley, uh, Christian Harris, a lot of young guys talk about Juice Scrubs being able to step in. All of our rookies, right, who contributed this year, who probably played the, our rookies probably played the most snaps out of any rookies in the league this year, and not just playing snaps, but they play significant snaps. And our rookies were the reason why we won a lot of football games. You know, Tank, CJ, Will, Juice, a lot of guys, I mean, Jared Patterson stepping in and playing meaningful time for us. So all of our guys contributed. Henry contributed. All of our rookies contributed. And that's how I feel like you truly build a team. You build it with those young guys who can come in, and they continue to improve and get better and continue to add more guys that come along and do the exact same thing. When you were hired, did you think a run like this was possible? Or did you even think like that? Well, when I was hired and whatever I do, uh, I think everybody – wants to look at themselves as being the best at what you do, and that's how I envision it. I envision us being the best at what we do, having the best possible season that we can have. If you're not thinking about it that way, I don't know why you're in whatever you do. If you're not trying to be the best at what you're doing, if you're not, if you don't have a positive outlook on whatever you're doing, thinking it's going to impact people in a positive light and help others, right? that's the reason why we all do what we do. Yeah, the running game will be uh, significant for us to improve upon. I think as you see as you go throughout this game, especially in the postseason, right? Teams that win games, you got to be able to run the football, right, and sustain it. And we weren't able to accomplish that versus the Ravens, and it showed up. So we have definitely areas to improve, uh, many different areas, but run game is one of those areas for sure. Uh, we'll see where all of our guys and all the positions on our, our team will look at the roster, myself and Nick, and see uh, where we are and where we have to improve our roster. And I think that's our job, you know, is to continue to improve our roster as best as we can. Did you look at the situation and how significant that was this year? Is that something you go back and evaluate, like, running camp was run, or what is the evaluation process as far as trying to keep guys together? Well, our evaluation process when it comes to injuries, I think every injury, it's its, its own case. I don't think there's a one overarching theme with injuries. Things happen, and guys get hurt all across the league. So it's a matter of, for us, we evaluate everything that we do um, when it comes to you know, just how we, how we treat our players, how we practice, how we do everything. Everything is an evaluation process, but it's not just one particular thing if – Everybody knew exactly what it was. It will get it fixed, but uh, things happen. Hey, Nico, how did Bernard express um, desire to stay here? Doesn't want to leave, but he is a free agent. It's not a takeout. Obviously, everything was a negotiation. Just your thoughts on Donovan, what he contributed, and his growth this year, and hope if, if it can be worked out to do something. Yeah, we, we would like to feel that all of our free agents love to be here and they enjoy playing here in Houston. Again, special place, special team. Uh, special organization, so 
think most of our guys would love to be back here. Uh, Jonathan, specifically, he did a, a really great job for us. I think it's just most his productive year, his best year of his career. He did some really great things to allow us to be in position to win some games. Right, you, everything I believe in, it starts up front with the with the rush, all right, and also with the offensive line and protecting. So, you know, we'll continue to build with our fronts, start at the front and build backwards. That's how I envision it. And you know, Jonathan had a really great year. Mika, how would you evaluate CJ's season as a whole from start to finish? What he was able to do? Yeah, CJ's throughout the entire year. Uh, what I love most about it is the growth. Right? You talk about from where we started in our first game of the season and how he grew right? as a player, as a leader with our team. Like It's encouraging. When you have a young guy who's able to grow, not only as the entire season, but to see him grow and take the coaching points and grow from week to week and see a guy improve so quickly, like it's uh, it's encouraging to see how much better he can get as he continues to uh, play throughout the league. But it's uh, that's one thing I'm I'm all about is growth, and the more we grow and the better we the better we become, right? The better our chances are of winning a ton of football games. Well, first off, it's a credit to our, our staff and it's the success that we had throughout the year. And a lot of people are trying to see right, what's going on in Houston and a lot of people want to get, you know, have interview requests on boards. It's a credit when it's kind of the nature of success. When you have success, other people want to see what's going on and they probably want to take some guys, you know, to help them out as well. So it's a, uh, it's a tough part of it, but it's part of the business. It's part. That's what happens, and we'll have to have contingency plans available if, if guys, you know, happen to leave. Yeah, you can't talk about CJ's success without talking about Gerard and what he was able to do, the relationship that he had with him, uh, just being there for him as a position coach, teaching him, guiding him along the way. Right, Gerard is. One of the reasons why CJ had a successful year. thing about me is when you come to developing people, players, always, even as a player, like I always felt it was right for me to help other guys who played alongside me. Like that's how it was when I first stepped onto this, to the field here for the Houston Texans in 2006. A lot of older guys took me under their wing and they showed me the ropes. And so that's how I knew the NFL to be, right? The, the older guys, right? You reach back and you help the younger guys. You pour in as much information into those guys as possible, even though you know guys are going to take your job and they're going to move you out. There was never a selfish moment from my interacting with veteran players when I first came into the league. And that's just 
that was how I saw it, and that's how I operated throughout my entire career while I was playing, and that's why I got back into got into coaching. It's because I wanted to reach back and help players. So it's truly that's my heart. That's why I do it. It's about serving the players, helping them to further their careers, be the best that they can possibly be within their careers. That's what drives me each and every day. So you talk about developing young players. That's where my drive is. That's where my passion is. But I've been this way since I was playing back in uh, 2006 because I got that example from a ton of veteran guys who showed me the way. There is pride in it, and you know you don't get this opportunity much, right? For to be able to come back and you know lead organizations that I play for, it's special to me. It means more to me than just wins and law. It's it's about establishing pride into our organization, into our team, establishing the excitement for our team around the city. And I think we did that this year. I think a lot of people were excited to watch the Texans play football, and we made a lot of people proud and to support our team. Right? And that's what it's all about to me, instilling hope into our city, and that's what we did. Yeah, it's been full speed ahead <laughs> from first getting hired to now this point here. It's been full speed ahead, so we'll take a little time off to rest. Everybody needs a little rest, <laughs> so we'll take some time off to rest before we get back rolling with free agency and draft, but definitely need much-needed rest is, is ahead of us for sure. The conversations that you had last offseason, there was a lot of unknown in this franchise. Like, no one really knew the direction. They didn't know what they were getting in you. They didn't know what they were getting in the quarterback. So conversations with free agents, you didn't really know what to sell them. Now you know what to sell. How different are those conversations going to be? Uh, the conversations with our guys, it's for any free agent, it's about opportunities, right? I mean, guys want opportunities to showcase their talent when you're a free agent. And I think now with people seeing how we play, seeing our young core players, right, especially seeing CJ, I think a lot of people probably want to play here in Houston, right? And, you know, that comes from – success that these guys have had, how they've shown up on the field. I think you get that recognition and you get that credibility from your peers around the league, and that's what matters most. Our guys watch tape. They see how we play. They see how we operate, and I think that will be inviting to a lot of free agents to come here. But, again, for me, it would always be about the people and getting the right people in is, is everything to me. Well, it starts with with CJ, just him himself have the mindset that he has to continue to grow, continue to get better. That's everything, right? And we'll continue to support him, surround him with the right people to help him get his, get reach his potential, get as better as he can get better each and every day. We'll continue to help CJ along, but it helps most when a player has that drive, he has that inner will, that spirit to continue to get better. That that's the only thing that matters. When you have the right mindset, no matter what happens, he'll continue to get better. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think just throughout the entire year, I've grown just with I think communication, just amongst staff, communication amongst the entire building, making sure everybody is aligned in what we're what we're doing, our vision. 
Uh, that, that was the biggest thing for me. It's, it's different, of course, when you just focused on one position or one side of the ball, but just being able to make sure everybody in the entire organization is on the same page. It took growth to get there, and I think ended up in a really good spot this year. We'll close with Sergeant. Uh, family is the most important thing. So for me to get an opportunity to get a break, I don't know if I get a break. My wife is, my wife is we expect this. My wife is due here in a couple weeks, so <laughs> I'm on baby watch. So my <laughs> man, the stress level doesn't stop for me. <laughs> here we are again, all right, new season. But uh, now, very thankful for my family, always and their support and seeing them. Every game, seeing their support, win or lose, seeing those smiles on my kids' face, on my wife's face, it's uh, it's always uplifting to me. So I'm I'm excited to be able to spend some time with them, go hang out in the car line with everyone else. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, definitely be a fun time. Thank you for the question. Hmm? No, we don't know. We're waiting until the actual day. <laughs> when you when you talk about the defense, you've always talked starts up front, you've got two of your starters contracts up. When you were with the 49ers, y'all invested so heavily in the defensive line. How important is it to you to continue to improve up front since you said that sets the tone for everything? The front, again, is everything for me, and we'll invest a ton of resources into the front. If you want to play good defense, your front has to be elite. And that's why I envision us playing elite defensive football, and we we have to get better there, and to get better, you have to invest the resources there up front. So that's what we'll do. That's where we're our focus is heading into the off season is to make sure our front right gives us an opportunity to win some games. All right. All right, there you go. D'Amico Ryan's live here on Reaction Monday. We'll get it. We'll get into uh, some of the stuff that D'Amico had to say. We'll also look uh, ahead and back for the Texans. A lot to get into. Seven one three five seven two four six ten. Reaction Monday continues shortly. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's Reaction Monday, Playoff Edition. Presented by Texas Star Grill Shop on Sports Radio 610. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, Texans get embarrassed by the Ravens on Saturday. There's no other way to put it. You're tied at half. Uh, minus seven yards on their final three drives. Your offense disappears. Bobby Slowick had five job interviews this weekend. His offense scored three points. Um, that's pathetic. It was a bad performance by Bobby Slowick. Uh, and we'll, we'll we'll give you the latest on what's going on with Bobby Slowick as well as Gerard Johnson throughout the course of the show. But let's get into the sweeping takeaways from the game because it does need to be addressed. Like this, sweep it aside and ignore it? Nah. We, we thought the Texans were going to be competitive and they weren't. Let's do OG's sweeping takeaways from the Texans' loss to the Ravens. Yeah, look, and what D'Amico said, first of all, is is fully expected and probably right. Hey, you know, he's kind of absorbing the whole thing and saying, you know, we've come a long way. Wouldn't expect anything else. We should expect more. We raised the bar on this team. We we, we, we knew that this team was, was performing at a high level, and frankly, they flopped. They absolutely flopped. Let me just reiterate a couple of things here. Uh, Laramie Tunsil was a was a huge negative in this game, like, like you know he's he's really good. We know the story, you know, but he was a he was a huge negative. I got a target on my back. Yeah, well, you had a target on your back three times uh, at least, and, and, and maybe more. Uh, but here's the other thing: like in a game like this, Landry, we saw it all weekend. People elevating their games, players, not just quarterbacks, but you want to talk about quarter? Hell, Baker Mayfield played really well. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. And, and I'm not picking on CJ because I yeah. thought you know, he did the best he could with no running game. First of all, that's another thing. Limited weapons. Yeah, and limited weapons. Uh, we saw, like, like people are going to crush the Bills, and I get it. But <laughs> Josh Allen was awesome. Like, Josh Allen was awesome. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs were better. And, and other players elevating their games. You know, in, in game after game, the Texans went down. They played less than what the, what, what we expected. Not just Laramie Tunsil. I thought Dalton Schultz. I thought Jalen Petrie. You know, one catch could have turned that entire game, or at least given you a chance. Interception on that first drive. At least big. given you a chance. And how many penalties? Like, not just Laramie. Like, just penalties in general. Absolute drive killers. Like, Kaimi Fairbairn. You can't miss that field goal. You can't miss that field goal at the end of the half. That's a momentum shifter, especially when they're getting the ball. So, like, we can say what D'Amico, we can agree with D'Amico, but have different expectations ourselves. This was bad. Yeah, you feel good. I mean, you feel good about the future, but the but the game itself was was bad. I think it was Bobby Slowick's worst performance. I didn't even mention him. Go ahead. Um, that, that, was, that was a bad performance by Bobby Slowick. Um, that, that reverse was, I mean, Troy Aikman said it best. They're lucky they only lost five yards on it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm actually impressed that Mechie got it back to CJ, and I'm impressed that CJ got it off. Like, they blew that play up. And and uh, the the safety had or whatever had a full had, – had he could run full speed because CJ was lucky to get it off. That was, that was a momentum killer where you're trying to answer Baltimore's uh, first drive. And then I just think the defense – I actually think the defense was good. You, they just ran out of gas. Like they were on the field oh, for exhausted. a long time. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore started started gashing them with the run. Three different backs, by the way. What a concept to have multiple running backs that can make plays. That must be nice. Um, but yeah, I thought the, uh, the the effort by the special teams and the defense in the in the first half to to have you to have a clean slate where it's ten to ten and an opportunity to go. 
tie the game up before that reverse that just completely threw everything off was disappointing. And the other disappointing thing to me was, and I I, I watched all the other games, so so there's actually examples of this, but Green Bay, when they were playing San Francisco, there was a there was a quarterback sneak by Jordan Love where he clearly got the first down, but they 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 spotted it short. And Matt LaFleur immediately threw the challenge yeah. flag. They reversed it. They got the first down. There was a time in the second half where Devin Singletary was a yard ahead of the uh mm-hmm. of the first down marker. I think this was when it was 10 to 3 or something. And the Texans rushed to the line and tried to run to the left side. Yeah. And they ended up getting yeah. getting crushed there. There was no there was no challenge, no thought of it. I just thought the whole feel by Bobby Slowick was a little bit rough. They weren't able to run the ball. They they need to address the running back position. It was a poor performance. I mean, it, it was a poor performance by the Texans. It was disappointing well, based on the expectations that they've that they've set for themselves based on what we saw this season. Like, like, like let's call it what it was. Like, if this were not the Texans and we were invested in them, we would be saying this. And I think it's accurate. The moment was too big for this team. I mean, you can go through all the all the plays, uh, all the plays that you I thought so. I, yeah, the moment was too big for this team. They, they they didn't perform. They didn't raise their game at all. They were clearly in 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 some situation. I mean, talk about the Fairbairn kick and others. The moment was too big for them. I hate to say it myself, but it was. It, 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 I mean, I mean, looking at that game, you could say honestly that looked like a team that the moment was too big. Not CJ. You know, going into the game, I said you can worry about a lot of things. But CJ's not gonna he's not gonna fold under this pressure. Offensive line couldn't run block. Running backs couldn't find them. Singletary had one game, uh, one gain, I should say. Uh, I talked about uh, Laramie Tunzel. There's no excuse for that, Laramie. You you are paid way. This is one of those where a lot of times people say, "Oh, you're paid too much to do that." And a lot of times that's ridiculous. In this game, it's not ridiculous. You're paid too much to to have that many false starts. And perform like that. The margin of error was too small for them yeah. to be able to play that the way that they yes. played. Yes. I think that's that's really how I look at it. And and the, as far as the Slowick thing, and I'm going back to him because because his offense was was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's a debate, and I, I don't you know I don't think interviewing for jobs prevents you from calling a good game. I don't I don't think that. But but I don't think you can just immediately say it has no impact. I don't know Bobby Slowick. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've seen people like be interviewing for other jobs and then trying to go about and do their own job and they suck at it. They're yeah. MIA. Yeah, Boston. Um, but I but I I don't I think that uh, Bobby Slowick. I, I I think that Bobby Slowick called his worst game. I think that was the worst game that Bobby Slowick's called based on the opportunity, based on the fact that he had a a clean chance at halftime. To, to adjust based on that reverse pass, uh, it, it could just be a coincidence, but that that was, for, for the guy that we thought was one of the biggest assets and one of the biggest equalizers, the Bobby Slowick performance for me is what's disappointing. And and I, I like Bobby Slowick. Hell, he might get a head coaching job, and I think he's going to be fine, but th- this, was, this was one of his worst games. Well, and you mentioned the reverse. They had momentum in that drive, man. They were kind of kind of getting something going. And then you got a little too cute with that. So, so I agree with you on that. But it's across the board. Like across the board, you got to play better. You know, Jalen Petrie, you got to make that catch. You got to play better. You can't have another drop. You got away with it against Cleveland, Dalton Schultz. Uh, but and I know they went on to get some points there. But you can't do that. You can't have that. It, it's momentum. It's it's feel. It's all those things. Bobby Slowick, Kaimi Fairbairn, penalties across the board, defensively. Uh, you know, getting 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 pressure on uh, Lamar Jackson, adjusting, uh, 
throwing the challenge flag. Like down the list of things, it was it just felt like they were not it was too big for them too soon. On the text line, the two eight one, come on, they got beat by probably the best team in the NFL. Nobody expected these guys to make the playoffs, much less win the division and win a playoff game. Okay. Then don't even watch the game. Like it does like if that was I, I mean, we we talked about this game. Um CJ Stroud didn't believe that. If that's the mindset, don't watch the game. It doesn't matter. Like what what mattered in the game doesn't happen then. And and if you wanna if you wanna look at it that way, uh, that's fine. But I I I'm I'm gonna judge this team based on the fact that I thought that they were capable of making noise on Saturday, with the understanding that it was a when we look back at it, it's gonna be a fun season and the future appears to be very bright. And all I'll say is this: I don't know if they could have, uh, and they probably wouldn't have. I don't know if they could have won that game, but because of everything that we've been talking about, they didn't even have a chance. They, they, they deserve to have a chance to be there uh, in the second half, and they weren't. That That's my point. Coming up, localizing it, localizing what happened in the NFL. What is the Texans' hope to succeeding the next time they get this opportunity, and how much of a hand does Nick Casario have in it? Localizing it next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. We're making the stories from outside the loop matter to you. This is Localize It. Don't you know I'm local? You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, they they, they whoop up on the Texans. 34-10 to 10 was the score. Here's C.J. Stroud talking about Lamar Jackson hosting the AFC Championship. Yeah, Lamar is a dog. I've been a fan of his since... High school, really, I mean, since the highlight of him, like, juking the dude back and putting his hands up. Since that moment, I was like, man, who is this dude? So, I mean, it's just a, it's really an honor to share a field with a, with a player like that. Um, he's a generational talent. He's a hell of a quarterback. He can run. He can throw. He's a definitely an underrated thrower. Um, he, he, he was tossing around the wind today, you know. Um, and I'm just, I'm um, a fan of his, you know, and got to talk to him after the game. Just, just see mutual respect is, is love, and I appreciate that a lot. So I hope the best for him and, and, um, and everything like that. And, and props to Lamar Jackson. You know, we were talking, I was talking about the, uh, the, the, 
playoff history, the the rating, all that type of stuff. He went out there and did this did his thing. Uh and and they wore out the Texans defense and and he got the uh the job done. Now he's going to host the AFC Championship game against Patrick Mahomes on the AFC side, then on the NFC side you got uh San Francisco versus Detroit. I think if if you were to ask me to localize this and try to bring this back to the Texans, who you said JLo that they they just the moment was too big for them. Look that way. Yeah, the moment was too big for them. If I had to if I had to explain the four results of this weekend's action, I would say two wins was were because the quarterback was him, and that's Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. And and you could even sprinkle in systematic stuff with the Chiefs as well. But I think the other two were systematic uh and personnel type of stuff outside of the quarterback. And I'm talking about San Francisco and Detroit. Mm-hmm. I think the Texans kind of have a combination of of both of those things. But they're, they're, this is a real crucial off uh, offseason for Nick Casario. He, he's going to have to address the right things. Uh, he's going to have to get more around C.J. Stroud and... They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to have a better plan of attack uh, than the one that they did on Saturday, and 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 they're gonna have to. I don't think it's a CJ thing. I think it's a, they gotta they gotta do right by CJ and get more around him. That's uh, number one priority. Uh, you're right. Uh, they, they're kind of a combo of both those things. And as far as like the Texans and 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 uh, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, you know, when I say the moment might have been too big for them, and they didn't elevate their games that doesn't mean they can't and won't i'm saying at this point that's what it looked like and the best example of that is the team they were playing they elevated their game like like lamar jackson elevated his game that defense second half for sure that that defense elevated its game uh and so that's what i'm talking about i don't know if it's experience or whatever uh but 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 certainly that that's where you needed to look the good thing about uh, the Texans is they they have their guy, as you said, but they also have the opportunity to surround him, you know, with, with some of these other things and the system. The system is going to be in place. I don't know what Bobby Slowick's going to do. I don't know what Gerard Johnson's going to do, but this is what D'Amico Ryan's knows. This system and it it's works. What CJ knows and it's what CJ knows. There's talk about the offensive line. They're not going to touch the offensive line. They're already invested in the offensive line. Laramie Tunsil's the highest paid left tackle in the league. Titus Howard is going to be a top. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Titus Howard is going to be. Oh. Get right over there. Oh, <laughs> throwing up. About, almost throwing up over here. Talking about Titus. Titus Howard is going to be a top five paid yeah. right tackle in the league. Yeah. Shaq Mason's, uh, I think, a top 12, top 15 highest paid guard. Uh, and then you have a first round pick invested in Kenyon Green. You have a second round pick invested in Juice Scruggs. And you have a lot of other depth guys on the interior. So if the offensive line is going to improve, it's going to have to be cohesive. And it would be nice for this Titus Howard three-year, $56 million extension to at least look okay and not look like a disaster. Because when you start talking about having to let guys like Jonathan Gennard go, perhaps, because you have to make these tough decisions eventually, Mm -hmm. um, it would be nice for Titus Howard to be a really, really, really good right tackle. But the crazy thing is... Mm -hmm. When you talk about this offensive line, it, you, you don't even like – like when, when you talk about the wide receivers, yeah. and, and you tell me if I'm having a straw man or not, but I'm, I'm, I'm in the Texan streets as much as anyone else. Mm-hmm. But when you hear about the wide receivers, it's like, yeah, we need a wide receiver, but at least we're getting Tank back, and Tank's awesome. So it's you, – you know, we didn't have Tank, and we missed Tank. 
How many times have you heard? We're, I'm on the text line. I'm on the YouTube stream every day. Mm-hmm. How many times have you heard someone say about this offensive line? Well, at least they're getting Titus Howard at right tackle yeah, next year. Right, right. At least they're getting Titus Howard back. Have you? Do you hear that? No, but there is one. Uh, you, you, Juice Scruggs. Like, yeah, like he's in. Like, like, like he. he yeah, he's he, going to be good. He, he, he's in. Where you put him exactly? Who knows? But this offensive line has got to but be good. It has to be good, but it's not going to be because they add any pieces. It's set. Right, right. Otherwise, otherwise they just have to be better. Uh, Laramie Tunsil has to has to be better than he's done. He does not have a target on his back, people. He doesn't have a target on his back. He just doesn't. Uh, Titus Howard, you mentioned it. I mean, he has to be worth that money. You know, he he has to be. There's no question about it. Yeah, so so the offensive line, they're not changing. They, they need weapons around C.J. Stroud. They need multiple running backs. They need, they need multiple running backs that can make plays. If Devin Singletary is one of them, that's fine. But they need to... They need to sign a running back. They need to draft running backs. They need multiple running backs. You know, you know a big part of why Baltimore was able to wear your ass down in the second half? They had three of them. They had three. They mm-hmm. wore you out. Justice Hill was making plays in the pass game. Mm-hmm. Gus Edwards was thrashing you. Dalvin Cook came in off the couch, and Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook had his longest run of the year yeah. and then had another run. Like it's, it's hard to ask even the best of the best running backs to just carry the full load, but asking Devin Singletary to do that and expecting him to do that – I mean, you got to get some guys who can make plays in the pass game. That they they said they want a running back committee. You got to make that happen. And at the receiver position, you've got to get you've got to get more more going for you at the receiver position than they have. Even with Tank and Nico, the more the merrier. You have the opportunity right now. You have CJ on his rookie deal, so you've you've got weapons on offense. For me, is the number one priority for this team. Because make no mistake about it, if the Texans had showed up on offense and not only scored three points, and they had been able to at least ease the pressure off of the defense, which wore down in the second just half. Just up time. Just something. Yeah. Then this would have been a ball game. The, yeah. the, the story here is the defense ran out of gas after an elite performance in the first half, yeah. and the offense was a no-show. They never showed up. And Tank Dell uh, is going to be electrifying. We know that. You still need another wide receiver. You still don't know. I mean, we're, we're ending the season. You know, 19 games. We don't know about John Mechie. We don't know about Xavier Hutchinson. We What's Robert Woods going to be? You know, what? Where, where, where's he going to go? Uh, so, yeah, you need another weapon at the wide receiver position. And priority number one, I've been saying for a while now, has got to be running back. You need it, multiple. It, it, it's got multiple. to be running There's back. not a first-round back. There's not a Jameer Gibbs. By the way, the Lions regret taking Gibbs in the first round. For yeah. all you draft nerdy Yeah, nerdy pretty people. good play, didn't he? Yeah, is he, <laughs> do they regret that? Yeah. Do the 49ers regret trading for Christian McCaffrey, trading damn near half a draft? Yeah. Tell me that. Do they? Yeah. Uh, did that Isaiah Pacheco guy have like a pretty Whew. decent impact on what's going on with the Chiefs? Do they win that game without Isaiah Pacheco? Yeah. I'm just asking. And the Ravens had three backs. Take it serious. Mm-hmm. Take it serious. And I hear this like th- the funniest thing for me is it's the offensive line. Nobody could run behind this offensive line. All right, you were people were saying that same thing when Damian Pierce was running the ball earlier this year. But you know what? They put Devin Singletary in, and all of a sudden the running game got better. Yeah. The running backs can make the offensive line better. Texans need running backs. Big time. Weapons for CJ. Big time. Period. That would be my number one priority. And we're going to have a lot of time to talk about all this stuff. But in in, in the wake of this game, it just kind of highlights. Oh, yeah. Like, it highlights, like, okay, that's what a championship team, you know, AFC championship game team looks like. Battle tested, too. I mean, it it was the first time the Texans had been there. We acknowledge that. Yeah. We acknowledge that. I think it was an impact. 
I really do, and yeah. I hate to say it. We acknowledge that. Yeah. But man, let's get some let's get some weapons out there. Mm-hmm. For real. Let's let's get some weapons out there uh and help CJ out. We'll we'll figure this out. That offensive line, man, hopefully they get better. I, I hope to God, like I hope Titus Howard, like the contract that they gave him looks smart. Because when when we're talking about Jonathan Grenard and I know people will say, well, you have $70 million in cap space. You're going to have to make tough decisions because mm-hmm. you're going to have to look at paying Nico Collins. You're gonna, the, eventually, the Titus Howard stuff's going to happen. You're going to have to eventually pay C.J. Stroud. Um, the, the Howard extension looks interesting. Hopefully, he comes back and he's a good right tackle. Uh, if he puts as much into that as he does searching his name on Twitter, I think we might be onto something. So, we'll <laughs> see how that goes. Uh, here he's on not In the, the Loop only on Sports one. Radio 610. Oh, we'll get into that when the <laughs> internet goes the nuts. My gosh. That was he's not the only one. Rough. That was <laughs> rough. Coming up, let's hear from CJ Stroud. Let's hear from uh, CJ what he had to say. Plus, little love for CJ, but also some smack talk next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 